This is the Podswoggle Network, a podcast network with entertainment. Welcome back, couch potatoes and TV junkies. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Picked Up. My name is Robert, and I'm sitting here with my co-host and good friend, Rich. We're sitting here about to put another episode of Picked Up into your ears, and you're gonna listen and uh, maybe agree with us, maybe not. We appreciate all your feedback from episode one, which we don't have since we're recording this right after that, Mm -hmm. just so we're all on the same page. Yeah, but that doesn't mean we love you any less. Because we love you just as much as every other episode. Yeah. That's a lot. Mm -hmm, It is. Yes, we are right on the heels of episode one of season two of Picked Up, returning uh, to do our little show. I can't believe they renewed us. Yeah. I'm shocked. Isn't that nuts? You know? I mean, I'm glad because there's, you know, it's the second bite of the apple. We get to... We have to do it right this time. I'm happy to know some of you guys missed us. Uh, You know, that's a very awesome surprise. Thank you, you guys. Yeah, we appreciate it. We love doing this show for you. We do. And we love doing the show for us. Yes. Because of all the money we're making. It's lots of... It's so much cash. It's a lot of money. I know you guys have to deal with a lot of advertisements Mm -hmm. and a lot of product placement. You guys don't even realize. You guys have been product placed the fuck out of. Mm Mm-hmm. There's just a loop for Tide going on in the background. Ever so subtle. Yeah, you can't even tell. But yeah. Oh. <laughs> what if Tide was a fucking sponsor of this show? That'd be great. <laughs> yeah, you know, we're t- uh, us here at Tide, we're looking to get into the podcast game. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, one podcast. <laughs> one podcast, and we don't want anyone to know. Let me uh, let me throw Tide a huge compliment. Okay. Hold on. How about you make them pay for it first? Yeah, I know, right? Tide is going to owe us at least, um, I don't know, some money for this. So <laughs> when I was young, um, honestly, I think this goes for any human, is you can start to recognize things before you understand language uh, and before you recognize individual letters as what they read you know now that we're adults and we're used to a lifetime of reading that's what we see but before you know that their letters and their words they're they're it's a graphic image and yeah. i feel like tide is something that i saw so regularly and so young and with such bright colors <laughs> there you go that it's just like it's just something i recognize um my mother had this little like a a clip it was like a bill clip for like letters. I think it said paid, um, but it's I I knew it from like two years old, so I just recognized Man. it without knowing what letters were. Jeez, and that well, that's up? why your clothes are always clean and smell great, and that's Sorry. why you've never missed a payment on uh, late. Exactly, that's why. And so, uh, this episode of of I was gonna say this episode of Tide. <laughs> I thought you were going to say this episode of Top Gear. This episode of Top Gear with Tide. Okay, this episode of Picked Up, brought to you by Tide, is a standard episode. And for those of you who don't know what that is, it's this. It's not me being an asshole talking about weird things. It is a show where Rich and I use the Netflix roulette randomizer to choose a television show at random. 
And once we have that show, we are going to watch the pilot episode. Once we do that, we're going to come back here, give a brief little summary most of the time, and then just share our thoughts about it. You know, criticisms as fans, as uh, consumers of entertainment. And yeah, hopefully come to a consensus. Or not really, but just, you know, yeah. come to an opinion about what we think of that show. And then we get to play network executive and decide the fate. That has already obviously been decided, so it's very low stakes, but we get to just weigh in. Yeah, that's what we're going to do. And, we, so, and this season, we're doing it to a little bit of a finer degree. We might specify yeah. what exactly we would do. We're, we're letting ourselves play with it a little bit more, as it were. Yeah. But until then... Kicking it old school. Uh, and also, until we kick it, Robert, um, as I said before, <laughs> recording this right after the last one, mm-hmm. but what you've been watching? Well, uh, something that I watched for the very first time recently was the famous, famous, famous show that you've probably never seen either, Doctor Who. That is correct. I've never seen a single episode of Doctor Who. Uh, and I feel like one of the very few people that we know that now I'm the only one left. You just watched it. Right. Yeah, thanks. You left me on an island alone. I'm sorry. It had to happen. But yeah, I had my Doctor Who cherry popped. Um, had a friend visiting and we watched some episodes. It is a very unique thing. Yeah. I can see how it's appealing. Uh-huh. I can see how it has a cult following. I can see liking it, but it's fandom of that to me would be very particular. If you don't know, this show's been running for almost like 50, 60 years. Yeah. They've had 12 people play the doctor. And I can definitely see that there'd be whole seasons that you would not like based on who was playing the doctor mm-hmm. and whole seasons that maybe that would be the only reason you like the show is because of who's playing the doctor. So um, it's very interesting. The episode I saw had David Tennant, I believe was the 10th doctor. This is like one of the very few things that that I actually even know about Doctor Who. So, and and I think that's right. Cause there was after him, there was some other guy with, I think curly hair. And then after him was the old guy. Yes, who I think is the acting. Yes, yes. The acting doctor is uh, is twelve right now. Uh, The practicing doctor. The practicing doctor. Yeah. The doctor in residence. (laughs) Residence. Yeah. 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 So um, it was a cool show. We watched actually a very famous episode called. It was just called Blink, and it Mm -hmm. was was very good. It it plays in a lot of different kind of scientific uh, or sci-fi tropes it's almost a little bit like rick and morty uh in that Hmm. they'll do time travel they'll do interdimensional things Mm -hmm. they'll do aliens uh it has absolutely no none of the bite that rick and morty does but um it's a very interesting show and i would watch more okay yeah i mean it's always always known about it obviously but it's one of those things where it's like well do i want to do i want to dip my toe in that pool I don't think it's something you consume by the season. It's got to be by the episode. I could see episodes that, you know, you might give 10 minutes and be like, oh, yeah, I'm totally into this. And you'd give other episodes 10 minutes being like, you know what? I don't really care about this one. Right. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. New thing. 
How about you, Rich? You've been watching anything else? Um, I did fail to mention on the on the last episode the season finale of Lucha Underground. Ooh. Yeah, because <laughs> who'd have thunk it? Wrestling can work in a season-based format. Although it might not, because they might not have enough money to do a second season. But that's besides the point. It was amazing. It was certainly amazing. Um, by the time this is up... There may already be a pot swoggle with Mullen and I it just just gushing buckets of love for for the two part Ultima Lucha. It's great. That's all I gotta say about that. Just As an it. occasional uh watcher, I can totally see that. It was excellent yeah. every time I watched. And that was like it was their season finale, so of course they were gonna treat it as their WrestleMania of of sorts. It was great. Watch it. Even if you don't like wrestling, fucking watch that show because it's not like the wrestling you don't like. It's like wrestling you just haven't seen this way before. Mm-hmm. So that's all I'm gonna say about that. Yeah, it was. It's very good. All right, that's well, kind of dry this week. So it is. We're a little bit uh, more condensed this episode, so we are gonna jump right into it. Rich is now pulling up the Netflix Roulette dot net. Website sponsored mm-hmm. by Tide. Um, what it's going to do is it's hopefully going to pull something on Netflix that is awesome and that we can enjoy watching. And it will be short. Yeah, that'd be a great thing too. Here we go. Uh, Ant Farm or Ant Farm. It's a okay. Disney Channel show. Ant Farm. Chart the experiences of a musical prodigy, China Parks, a gifted young singer who skips her way up to a local high school's advanced natural talent. Oh, and advanced natural talent uh, program. Okay. Uh, much to the annoyance of her fellow prodigies. Uh, what's your what's your pre rate? So this doesn't have anything to do with ants. Has nothing to do with ants. This is like this has the, to do uh, with. It, I, it's gonna be the Disney Channel version of Whiplash, I'm sure. Yes, I'd like this to be a cross between Whiplash and Animal Farm. I think that would be good. Uh, do you think you're gonna pick it up? No. <laughs> I, uh, you know, I will. What's the lead character's name again? China Parks. China Parks. C H Y N A kind of liking that a little more yeah i would have just preferred china person hey now yeah <laughs> it's not it's not the preferred nomenclature it's not the perform uh well she will perform she will yeah advancedly um i'm gonna go i'm gonna wildly say i'm gonna pick this up i'm just gonna fucking blindly say that okay yeah you're calling blind i'm yeah i'm <laughs> I'm all in blind, baby. I'm Let's all do in this. Blind. Let's do this. So, <laughs> yeah, fuck it. All right, everybody. We're gonna... God. I'm probably gonna do that way too much. That's fine. We're all gonna win here. Everybody's got that thing. Something different. We all bring. Don't you let them clip your wings? You got it. You got it. We're on fire and we blaze in extraordinary ways. 365. No.
And we're back. Well, what'd you think? Ant Farm. Ant Farm, which is not a cartoon, which I thought it was. Yeah, as soon as we got up and you looked at the like title card on Netflix, you're like, oh. It's not, what Did that change your opinion going into it then? Yeah, I think so. I don't know if it would have changed it drastically, but I, I thought this was a cartoon. But, um, yeah, you tell me your thoughts on it. I really liked it a lot. I really liked it. If I was in this demographic, I would have watched the shit out of this show. It, uh, it's catchy. Uh, it, it's funny. It has every type of joke that you're going to get in the show. It's got your slapstick comedy. It's got your lowbrow fart jokes. Uh, but it also has like some kind of funny real jokes Oh yeah, and gags. And yeah, it was, really funny fucking really well performed by everybody including the dad played by finesse mitchell mm-hmm. um yeah it was it was uh top to bottom incredibly enjoyable again like you're gonna have those jokes that are, are eye rolling because they're for nine-year-olds but yeah totally dug it uh just it's a pretty much the premise uh you know aside from what we read before um the ant program uh it's all these like younger kids in a high school uh and just for all sorts of talents so you have musical but you also have like uh uh uh, uh like computer-based uh technological technological yeah you got a kid with the, go with the robotics yeah artistic uh, gymnastic yeah. everything yeah uh and so yeah fuck there's just so much to really like about it what about you yeah i totally agree I thought this show was very funny. I would, um, like you said, if I was in the demographic or it was around when I was younger, I'd totally watch it. I'd watch it now. I mean, I was, honestly, I really admired this show. I thought that if I was part of the group that wrote this, Mm -hmm. I would be very proud. For sure. Even if you knew or didn't, like, it was funny. It was very funny. Like the again, stuff not, that hit hit. It did, and then not to style you know ourselves as like geniuses, we're far from it. But I've been thinking a lot about comedy as a language, mm-hmm. as a language that people have different fluencies of, and that like you know I consider myself pretty fluent in it, and the same with my friends and. Yeah, this was impressive. It was funny and it was fun, and I really had a good time watching it. Uh, I loved a lot of the aspects that I really loved. Uh, but yeah, the it was very original and very unique. Mm-hmm. You know, all these like gifted eccentric kids that are just like banding together and and yeah, amongst just regular a regular high school population, right. And yeah, it's just man, fuck, it's so great. And, and, and the and the antics they get into. Oh yes, very likable. Like you said, probably a credit to the performances as well. Um, likable for being such eccentric characters. You easily uh, and portrayed by you know young kids easily could have strayed in the territory of like, wow, this person's annoying. But no, everyone really traded a good line of being uh, endearing. You know, absolutely. Did anybody sort of stand out to you? Well, 
I have to say that China felt a little strong for me, um, not in like a horrific way, but it was a little strong for me. I, the other two kids were great. Um, gotta hand it to the little Porkins, you know, Red Five Tech kid. <laughs> he had like, like really like two scenes. Yeah, he had like two scenes. I mean, this was really brief. Again, the three main uh, actors and actresses, actresses and actor, do a great job. Mm-hmm. Um, but this kid probably and sold probably my favorite conceptual joke. It's a great joke of the whole of the whole episode. That was a fantastic yeah. idea joke. Yeah, he's like uh, uh, if you didn't watch it, he's at his little command center. I mean, and, and watch it; it's twenty four minutes. Yeah, so he's good. at his little command center with his computer, and there's like a joystick there. And China's uh, it's her first day of school. She just like you know walks in. And she's like, oh, this guy does this. This guy does this. So, oh, yeah, this is our uh, computer whiz. And she goes over the joystick like, oh, can I play? And some missile alert goes off. Uh, she's like, like missile oh. launching in five, <laughs> four. And she's some of the effect of like, oh, did I? I didn't lose, did I? Or, or something like that. I didn't mess up your game, did uh, yes. I? Yeah. And he's like, he's like, beep, beep. You know, he's like frantically rushing to set things back to normal. And it's like, launch, aborted. And he's like, no, no, it's just a game. Just a game. And it's like the idea behind that joke is just, I'd never think I'd see in like, this is a Disney yeah, thing, right? Yeah, it's a Disney yeah, channel it show. It was great. Yeah. It was such a great idea of that joke. <laughs> oh, and the, um, the uh, gymnast the, girl? That was well. Oh, that was fun. I was just thinking of the other, my other favorite joke. I think, or probably the other best joke was this. Um, so there is China's father, uh, finesse. What's his name? Finesse. Finesse Mitchell. He was on SNL. Finesse Mitchell playing this, um, this officer, and then the other adult character was their tutor slash kind of weird Miss Frizzle like mm-hmm. teacher, not teacher, whatever. But. Um, they find out the kids have snuck out, and so he the the officer calls for like a location on the popular girl's house, and then the teacher is like, "And bring the SWAT team and that bomb defusing monkey." And then uh, the officer is like, uh, "Oh, how does he put it exactly?" Uh, he's just like, "Yeah, um, Mr. Chimps is dead, or uh, Mr. Chimps isn't with us anymore." Turns out. He couldn't defuse bombs. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was like Officer Chimps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Officer. <laughs> it's like Officer yeah. Chimps isn't with us anymore. He's dead. <laughs> this is great. It was really, really good. Um, um, and if you want to get into it too, I mean, kind of like uh, you got to hand it to Disney for one, just kind of like knowing that hanging out with older kids and approaching your first party and even there's a major allusion to drinking for the yeah, first time in this. that was uh the other big like story in this episode uh, yeah that's what i like is like all right first day of school stuff out of the way right now Next let's thing. get to their first debacle or whatever yeah. gotta go and, to the popular girls party exactly so that's what that was yeah and right all sorts of great jokes in that and, and them like dressing to look older and mm-hmm Oh, it was a lot of fun. Funny jokes and yeah. just again, uh, yeah, a lot, a lot of really great things to be said about it. You know, uh, 
Were you ever uh, part of some like gifted program or anything in school? Yeah, I think I, w- I was when I was like uh, younger, and then when <laughs> when high school rolled around, I was in AP classes for a couple of subjects, not a ton, but a couple. And yeah, I was in a very in elementary school in a kind of very creative type, you know, different types school. It was still my same elementary school, but it was a a program like that. Yeah, it is. It's neat. Um, yeah, there. I wonder what happened. <laughs> Uh, I remember my mom having like talked about uh, putting me in in magnet schools for like performing arts and stuff, but like they were always way out of the way and like yeah. not in good neighborhoods and 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 all that. <laughs> I I think like growing up, I always kind of wanted to be on like one of these types of shows, but like like but when I did grow, or at least when when I was like a teenager. And I wanted to be like the teenager role on one of these shows, like that teacher handler type character. Like I totally want to be that character. Yeah, that would be fantastic. I mean, you could do that so well. Yeah, because you're already like probably like out of the um, out of the woods as far as like becoming a fucked up child star. Mm-hmm. You know, if you if you do these shows old enough. Yeah. Uh, and they're just they look easy and fun and low stakes and nothing really matters and. It's you just fucking just turn it up to twelve, just ham it up. Yeah, they have a a quick scene in band class. I was just thinking about the band teacher as like an actor, and this is his this is his role and how he feels about it. And you could you know your pride or whatever could get in the way, but also like you said, just be so fun and yeah. and you know and work would be great. Yeah, that guy in particular, like he had to be like in his mid forties probably. Mm-hmm. And he must have been acting every year before that. Yeah. <laughs> I really, you know, I really am a fan of Disney. And I don't really bring it up a lot. But I'm a fan of just, like, the caliber of everything that they do. So thank you for being my favorite Disney fan ever. <laughs> for that. For that one caveat. Yeah. Because no yeah. other fucking Disney fan ever doesn't bring it up. Yeah. I remove the uh, the most uh, trying thing about being a huge Disney fan. <laughs> Sorry, it, go ahead. No, uh, just saying that um, it is the quality of everything. And also, um, like you said earlier, I just wanted, wanted to bring up, like, this captures, like, a really unique point in time, I think, in entertainment. And also just, like, in any kid's life when, like, you realize that you're getting older and you want to be older because you think it's cool, but there's still so much ahead of you that you don't know. And there's still so much of like the, the innocence of it that it feels good or safe. Yeah. It's very, uh, like I said, it's innocent and, and very kind of sexless in a way. Yeah. Like even with the, um, the boys crush on China, it was like affectionate, but it's just, it is, it's so innocent and pure and devoid of all the, horrible shit that comes with the reality of of adult human life you know so i i really i'm really fascinated by these kinds of like perfect point in time yeah stories and that's not to say like i don't know i, I try to separate disney from disney channel because like disney channel has rolled out some like pretty schlocky things over the years yeah yeah <clears throat> but yeah it's also kind of crazy to think about that these shows like are made because when you think about like children's entertainment, like there is that weird 
like just before adolescence where you want to be like older and stuff that there are these after cartoons, but there are these like live action children's sitcoms. Yeah. It's like kind of crazy to think about. Right. Even though like, you know, we grew up with them and even those are kind of nuts to think about and they didn't really exist. I don't, I want to say they didn't really exist before the nineties. I think you're talking first, first furthest back thing comes to mind is wonder years, which is like late eighties. But even then that was just a a straight up good show to watch. Like that was just a a well-produced like show. Like that was kind of for the family. That was like family entertainment. Yeah. Not as even adolescent programming centric as like something like this. Yeah, exactly. Like this, like they're making this and they're making this for, they're not making it for the family. They're making it for these kids. Yeah. Like, yeah, like salute your shorts or something. Right. And even still, like you're really hitting on like, it's like they're playing little adults. Yeah. And their kids. And I mean, yeah, as far back, like you said, salute your shorts or even like, I guess Nickelodeon was the first one to start producing that type of content, whether it be single camera, multicam, like you got Pete and Pete, but you also had like Welcome Freshman, uh, which is like way back yeah. on Nickelodeon. Uh, or, or, uh, uh, they had, like, you can't do that on television. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and again, more multicams you had, uh, like, uh, like my brother and me, um, fucking, uh, uh, like Keenan and Kel, you know, let me ask you something about how well written and almost, I want to call it fast paced because it, it did have different speeds, but. It was very sharp. Yeah. Do you think that that is integral to being like a successful program for this demographic or that we just got lucky that you could, like you said, produce something way schlockier and it would be received as well as this is received by like young kids? Right. Do you think they have discerning taste? I, it's so hard to tell, like, cause sometimes a show could be complete garbage, but if like Disney or Nickelodeon decides to put the vehicle behind, like, like uh, one of the you know, people in a show. Yeah. Like, like Hannah Montana. Or something. Right. Yeah. Like I have no idea whether that was a good show or not, like in comparison to something like Ant Farm, but there's almost no way of being able to tell now, especially in retrospect, because it was just a machine at that point. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's funny. That's almost a kind of another weird thing to think about. This is like, I don't know what their landscape looks like now, but this was four years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the uh, the girl that played China, China is her real name, mm-hmm. Um uh, you made mention earlier that she was kind of like, how'd you put it? Like, I don't know how I put it earlier, but she came on a little strong yeah. performance wise for me. I, there were a lot of moments and a lot of takes and a lot of deliveries that in my mind, I just kind of like built uh, a, a table read where afterwards uh, the director or the creator just uh, slipped her like a bunch of old episodes of Fresh Prince of Bel Air, and they like take notes on this guy. Yeah, 
Because there were a lot of deliveries. I'm just like, that was Fresh Prince. Yeah. That and it was it was it was a a good version of it for for a probably what eleven year old or something probably like 13, 14. I don't know ages. I don't. It's hard. It's like they're back to being babies. It's hard to pin those <laughs> kids. That is kind of also very true to life for like what high school was too. Because like you didn't feel like you when you were a freshman in high school, you didn't feel like you were like a ba- you looked as young as you must have been perceived. But by the time you're like a junior and senior in high school and the freshmen are coming in and you're just like, these freshmen look younger every year. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about that. It was a weird thing. I was like, they showed up at this high school party. <laughs> I'm 25, closer to 26. And I was like, I don't know how I would be perceived if I showed up at a high school party. Like, because <laughs> people have always been bigger than me, like my entire life. But even then it's just like, yeah, it's a strange, strange thing. You know, high school is this weird collider of of so many individuals at, at such different points in their lives, you know? Yeah. Did you ever have, did, uh, did you ever like have high school parties or go to high school parties like where the parents are out of town and all that? I did. I never had one, but I went to. They happened. A bunch. Yes, they did. Yeah. And a couple times I had a pretty good time. Uh-huh. Um, most of the time they were a bust and some of the time it's like, this is going on. Nobody who's hosting this actually likes me very much. (laughs) So I'm just sort of here with the masses. Yeah. Yeah. That, what about you? Never went to, uh, like an unsupervised party in high school. Never had one. I was a good kid. But also, the logistics of it always baffled me. Like, in high school, there was one week where my mom was on a cruise for the whole week. I had the place to myself. Full rain. You know? And, like, it was a cruise with the neighbors. So, wow. Like, wow. The golden opportunity. But it was, it was like, well, I don't, I, I don't drink, but people are going to want to. I don't know how to get that and then where are people gonna park the lawn's gonna be a fucking mess Ugh, i'll just i'm just not even gonna bother hey jason chris let's let's play madden that's good that's how that ended up and my mom was shocked she fully expected me to put on a party yeah and and she was i think she was kind of disappointed i didn't yeah um but like we would always have like parties and get togethers at my house just like supervised which would probably be like which were probably crazier than if they weren't. Did you ever have drama parties? I mean, Party, like, was that who mostly came over? For the most part, yeah. I had, I had, uh, I mean, I don't think I had many, but went to a bunch of parties and drama. And those did kick ass. Yeah. And there was a much smaller group, but mm-hmm. at the same time, that was when I actually had whatever degree of clout I had. Yeah. That was cool. I I have to remember. I remember one time rolling up. This is really short and anticlimactic, but just getting, like, hearing about this big party, right? And me and four other guys, we all got together and got rip shit high and rolled up on this party and nothing was going on. Like, no one was (laughs) even drinking. And all four of us are just blazed out of our mind. It was pretty great. It was it, and it was great because it occurred to me 
how funny it was, even yeah. though I was high. And we walked in, and the first thing we saw was like a bunch of food, and I just lost it. <laughs> yeah, I uh, the only like I would hear about parties like that, or well, not like that, but like high school parties where there's gonna be booze and no parents and all that stuff. Um, I just never, never went. I just it wasn't my scene, and. And yeah, I just wouldn't know what to do. And I don't know about drunk people and it's weird. And also I would like hear stories about the aftermath and it's like, Oh, I'm, I think I'm kind of glad I did avoid that. Yeah. It's like, Oh yeah. All the baseball players ended up just sitting on tile bare assed and farting on tile or like everyone just got into a hot tub and like that everyone that sounds gross. Yeah. There does. I mean, there's always this fantastic element of everything. It's everything that you're not, but yeah, I think so much of life is that. So much is of life is thinking that you're missing out, yeah. and then how you know how many of us are really achieving everything or getting everything that's like that golden dream. I did end up going to two like hotel parties after one after homecoming which was like at a hojo and it was incredibly anticlimactic. There was like a six pack and weed. Yeah. And again, I didn't do either of those. So I just hung around for like 15 minutes, said hi to some people left. And then immediately after I left, I got like broken up by the cops. Yeah. And then, and the ratios are always completely off. Oh yeah. I mean, Oh my God. The amount of dude fest that you run into the, the other party that I went to was after prom. And that one was a little crazier. Um, it was like at this really fucking nice, like, I don't even think it was like a hotel. It was like more like a condo or something in like a really nice city adjacent to, to our city. Uh, it was in Weston, Florida, uh, which is fancy. And there's a bunch of people there. And then everyone was having a pretty good time. Um, you know, I was just kind of like hanging out while everyone else was getting drunk. I'm like, yeah, all right, cool. We're having fun. I guess I'm going to. All right. I don't know. I don't know. At a certain point, I'm not going to be able to talk to anybody here. Uh, and then I was hanging out in like one of the bedrooms. And I don't even know what the hell the game could have been that we were playing. It wasn't like truth or dare. It wasn't. I don't even know. But like one of the girls there uh, like ended up like having to take her top off. And it was just like. Like, I love titties. These yeah. were incredibly unappealing titties. Oh, man. They, uh, they were, like, like loppy, saggy. They were, like, every bad, you know, characteristic a, a, a boob could have. All in one pair, pair of boobs. And, you know, I wasn't going to... I wasn't going to just be like, oh, girl, what's up with these whack-ass titties. titties? Yeah. You know, and I wasn't going to like even I just I just left the room. It's like, you know what? Had a good night. Yeah. Saw some. I, I saw boobs on prom night. So there you go. All right. I guess I'll chalk this up as a win because I'm not sure. I'm I, pretty sure I haven't like told the story on picked up. I don't even know if I've told it on like a blank slate or whatever, but like my prom is just like fucking ridiculous like like i got like tricked into a prom date 
Yeah. It was bad. It wasn't it wasn't good. Well, I'll tell that story another time. But All right. Yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> so um I mean, to get back to the show, the show sure. is fantastic. Yeah. I don't think there's any doubt that both of us will pick this up. Yeah. yeah. Um it lasted it ended up lasting three seasons. Yeah. And uh, they didn't have like a lot of guest stars or anything on the show, but they did have one guest star in the, the final season. Uh, you may have heard of him. He goes by the name of Chris Rock. For real? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I wonder if his kids were like, Dad, we love this show. Can you do this show? That's probably what it was. That's like, there probably was a, what happened. A brief description, and like that's got to be that's got to happen so often if you're like a celebrity and you have kids. Um. Where you just go to other properties, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand you want you wanted to make a movie that your kids could see, but what are your kids like? Yeah, do that. Yeah, just be be a hero up. that way. They're, That's so cool. By you, by you being the star of something and you doing it for them. That's that's not that's gonna make them like it less. It's gonna it's like whatever, Dad. Uh, but you showing up. On your kids' favorite shows, that's going to be the coolest thing ever to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and I think the premise of the episode, like the reason why he was there, was to like, oh God, I, I don't even remember, but he he had a, like a, he wanted to acquire some sort of like rare animal or something uh, for for his kids. Um, I I could be completely wrong about that, but I just don't feel like looking it up again. That's fine. Yeah, that's fine. But yeah, it was a fantastic show. Yeah. Um, Definitely pick it up for full season order. Um, curious to know what some of those people probably are up to now. Sure. You know, who knows? Again, not going to look it up. Well, like any Disney Channel cast, they get terminated when the show is canceled. So, <laughs> uh, Do you think they called Terminex? Could be. Ooh. Could be. There you go. Yeah. There you go. All right, everybody. Well, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Picked Up. We couldn't do it without you guys. It's really, well, we could do it, but it's just. It'd be sad. It'd be a lot less sad. (laughs) Sad as hell. Yeah. You guys should hear about all the times, Richard and I do do it without you guys. Just in the apartment talking about, you know, whoever, whatever. And every time that the thought always does cross my mind, it's like, oh, I should. uh, I, I hate being this guy in our group of friends because whenever there's a good conversation going on i don't want to be the guy that's like hang on let me grab the microphones what happened to like the two real recorder that you could like sling over your shoulder and you had like the wand mic you know what i'm talking about that's what you need you just turn it on oh hey hold on a second that'd be great i feel like clark kent had one of those in the 70s something like that yeah yeah so, again, thank you for tuning in. You guys are awesome. You are our audience, and we are here for you. We love staying in touch with you and getting your feedback about the show, about other shows, about anything that really piques your interest. You can always get in touch with us a number of ways. If you have to email us, you can email us at picked up podcast or picked up pod. No, picked up podcast. There we go. Picked yeah. up podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook by searching picked up pod. Uh, as well as some of the other um, networks on the Podswoggle Network, some of the other shows on the Podswoggle Network. And you can always tweet us at PickedUpPod. And please get in touch with us. Rich, do you have any personal plugs? 
Rich Cami on Twitter, Rich Cami Four on Instagram, and uh, audiobooks. They're still up for sale. They're still selling. Yeah. yeah. So discover them, share them. Uh, hopefully, I'll have some more uh, coming up, as well as just overall plugs. Get ready. Batten down your hatches because we're battening down ours. We got a new show coming out soon. It shouldn't be debuted yet by the time this airs, but it'll be oh so close. And it's one of it's it's been a blast to work on. Uh, Rudy's already talked about it, but I like to keep a shroud of mystery behind it and the bigger project behind that, which will launch simultaneously. Yeah, that's cool stuff. Trust me, I know what I'm talking about. That's very cool stuff. You can find me on Twitter at mbravo, mbravo. And you can find me on Instagram at real.rob.bravo. Um, buying a lot of comic books. So you, you have. You posted on Facebook the other day. I, like, somebody please stop me from buying comic books. I am buying way too many as, comic books. As you posted with a screenshot of an eBay auction that you won. Yeah. Did you see the other thing I did with the, uh, the straight out of Compton meme gen- generator? No, I didn't. I posted like the total and I made the meme that said straight out of money. I did see that. Yeah. Yes, that was great. Did you see yeah. the ones I did? Yes. Yeah, Rich had a very, very <laughs> uh, good one reminiscent of uh, the edge that said straight out of options. Options? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's fun that stuff. Fun. Uh, that, that meme is going to have a bigger legacy than that movie, right? Yeah, that's going to be a good one to pull out down the road. That's going to be on like time hops a year from now. And people are just going to be like, oh, yeah. Yeah. And like not remember that that was even for a movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I can't wait to see how that gets used down the road. That's one. <laughs> you got to just plant it in the back of your mind and whip it out when you need it. Yeah. Yeah. All right, you guys. Thanks so much for listening. For myself, Robert, for Rich. Uh, thanks for listening to us. And keep your dial Tune to awesome. This has been a Podswoggle Network production. Visit podswoggle.com for more of that sweet, sweet entertainment.